I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. Reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Yeah. Actually, do I? What do I want to be called? I got Sim Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello, everybody. This is the reason the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week, <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <home, man. laughs> <laughs> alright, look. Alright, alright, alright. Let's just into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> David. <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? <laughs> We're just two guys. You want to hear? What? 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 that right? Okay. Damn. What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, some of them aren't even current, you know. Some of them are just reoccurring. Reoccurring, but they for the culture they're relevant. <laughs> yeah, they are, man. <laughs> they're recurring topics that I see in a different form. Year in, year out, I see the same story, but it's got, you know, it's got a different prep. Spin on it, yeah. So one in particular, this one you sent in the group chat. <laughs> Woman stuck with three thousand one hundred dollar dinner bill Ooh. after her blind date refused to pay for the twenty-three Family members she brought along. 23 that family jo- that members Michael Jordan right there, she boy. brought along. 20, 23 members. No, the number 23 and no rings. It's not even, yeah, imagine 23 and no, <laughs> no rings, rings. But imagine, it's not even like she just happened to be with a mate or like, no. Fam- she engaged family in her fuckeries. She briefed them and it's said, we're blind, going out to eat. Yeah, it's a blind date. She obviously said, right, we're all going out to eat. Don't worry, I've got it patterned. Yeah, these times you're going to meet a dude for the first time. That's mad. How, how did she explain that to the guy with a straight face? Well, obviously not well enough. This is me. Because he dipsed. Yeah. I'd have left her with my share of the bill. I wouldn't have even eaten. Bro, how scary is that? Like, you're on a blind date, first meeting, and someone turns up with True, you know, 23 family with, members. With squat. I thought I was going to get jumped. Imagine I was halfway around. Imagine a man them. Imagine I go. Imagine I'm going on a blind date, Bro. and I turn up with 23 of the man them. All right. Black hoodies. This is Dave. What you uh, say? This is John. This yeah. is Stuart. This is... Them man like... there, don't worry about them man. That's young stubber man. Laser <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? That's young F over Blitzen, there. Splitsen, Ritzen, Ryder. <laughs> nah, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, it's impossible. But, but you know what's thing. funny? You know what's funny about this situation is yeah. I... In different parts of the world, it's a different flex. Here in the UK, a girl... Okay, I think the blind date thing is another dimension completely. It's not like okay, yeah. someone you've linked a few times uh, and then you just happen to be out with a girl and then there's circumstances The blind dating, that person took the piss. Yeah, that person took the piss. They don't know who they're meeting. They don't know that person's pockets. They don't know that person's setup, And they just want to burden you off the bat. What That's does wild. that say for the next time you... What does that say for the future? There is the no The first future. thing they think per- about... I, is, I feel like the, the woman in question knew she had no interest in this man. And maybe knew that she he had money as well, mm. and thought, you know what, I'm just gonna chance it, I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna go for it, mm. and or whatever. But like, yeah, it's one of them ones where it's just like that. That's that's nowhere near the line to be drawn. That's way over it, even without discussion. Because in my head, I'm like, if I was seeing a girl, and I was dating her or whatever, and then like, she decided, oh. I'm going to bring my brethren. 
maybe it's not a date. Maybe I've hit her up on a lunchtime thing and I've been like, oh, like, uh, when you go on your lunch, I'm in the area. Do you fancy going for a bite to eat? Yeah. If she hit me with, if we, so like how she says, oh yeah, I'm going on in about half an hour, whatever. There's this, there's this deli around the corner. Yeah. Like, I'll meet you there. Mm. All right, cool. Let's say she turns up with a work colleague. Yeah. And let's say for, for argument's sake, the work colleague is a good friend of hers. It happens, she happens to be female. And all three of us are now sitting down eating. In my head, I've initially arranged to meet just the girl. Yeah. But then the friend comes. Mm. But I know this girl well enough. I know yeah. the the my the girl I'm seeing well enough to be like, oh, okay, so who's your friend? Or maybe she's mentioned a friend before, and it's like, oh, nice to put a name to the face, the face to the name kind of thing. Mm. That situation is for me. I'm okay with paying for that. Oh, what do you want? Oh, do not. No, no, no. Sorry, I, I get, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a sandwich and a drink or whatever. It's a light work. It's what? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a meal deal. Tesco's depends on the location for real. Why? No, <laughs> oh, hey, hey. some locations where the pricing of the food. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about. But that's what I'm saying. The context of me meeting somebody in their lunch break. Okay. Oh, we're yeah. not going to be doing that. It's up. a quick tuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a quick one. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. That is probably the extent as to which I will go. Mm. The extent to which I will go. Yeah. Like, where you have maybe already made plans and I'm just... I, maybe then I'm the one that's kind of mm. jumping into your lunchtime plans. Yeah. And as a courtesy, I'll be like, do you know what? My thing is £5, your thing is £5, your friend's thing is £5. Fifteen pounds, as opposed to the ten I was gonna share. Even, bro, I'll tell like, you, like work. in that situation, I'd be like, "This is so, baby. Meal deal, lunchtime. <laughs> you want that flat? It's a three pound twenty-one yeah, pence. Man, have that. Have that, that flapjack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get some Maltesers for later. You know them ones there. Ginsters, flipping uh, yeah, you know microwave, ones. whatever. Do you want a chewing gum each? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you want a packet of chewing gum each? Yo, you know them ones there. <laughs> but that's my thing. Like, I think that's that's okay. Mm. But. To turn up to a date, like a pre-arranged gathering of just you two, well, intended to just be you two, an intimate setting in, uh, it doesn't have to be massively expensive, but, you know, more than a five pound meal deal. You get me? Like, at that point, I'm like, no, do you know what? Price aside, price and, and, and value aside, yeah. you've taken the piss. Yeah. This is supposed to be an intimate scenario oh, with just you and I, yeah. where you've gone and brought a, another person yeah. and I'm not even been made aware. If you'd have told me that this was you wanted this to be, you'd been more comfortable in a group scenario, mm -hmm. especially as a blind date, yeah. you could have just hit me up. I would have brought some of my friends and we could have made it a group thing. But you've ambushed me with 23 motherfuckers that you expected me to pay for. That's the terminology right there, ambush. It's a, it's a jump. It's ridiculous. It's a setup. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine this as well. Like Stick up. I've actually seen a scenario whereby... Now you're out, say it's not for dinner, like lunchtime scenario, mm. like you discussed, but maybe it's early evening and it's drinks. And right. the friends are kind of, um, she'll, you know, like you get a story of like, oh, they just happen to be out too. These times, this is their first and last stop on this happen to be out too. Oh, right, Let yeah, me yeah, see yeah. them enjoying elsewhere. So if you've got a group of friends that are over there. That just happen to be out. That just happen to like come across our gathering. <laughs> It's like, no, there needs to be some other story there. Let me see them enjoying in another venue. I want video footage. I want girl snaps for girls doing a yeah. in the next venue in the same outfit. I with, need that. With next man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me not feel as if they hopped fresh out of a taxi to, to come crush where we are 
And this is they using me for pre-drinks, bro. <laughs> Impossible. I'm a pre-drinks canteen. Impossible. I'm a I'm a vending Impossible. machine. Impossible. Nah, man. What? So situation with going out, right? So like, so like I mean, so all right, likely scenario, right? And this happened to me in the past. Mm. So I've been in the nightclub, bumped into a girl, or arranged to meet a girl in a nightclub. Mm. Like we're not out together. She's with her friends. I'm with my friends. But we know we're going to be in the same venue. Mm. Obviously, seen her. She's with two of her friends. I'm saying, oh, can I buy you a drink? She's like, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you drinking? Da, da, da. Out of sheer courtesy and a little bit of a, I want to come across like I'm a generous guy. All right. All right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What are your friends drinking? Because mm. the thing is, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. But like to outwardly offer is sort of like saying, I don't have an issue with, you know, if I'm going to the bar, I'm buying you a drink, your two friends, you know, let me... You know, one time off or whatever. Mm, yeah. I'll get the rounding kind of thing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So I offered them a drink and she's like, yeah, yeah, they have the same as me. So I went to the drink, bought four drinks. Um, I gave the girls, the her friends, their drinks. Yeah. And then the girl I was chatting to gave her her drink. I got my drink. And those two girls, credit to them, mm-hmm. they kind of said their thank yous, little cheers. Oh, that's so nice. Da, 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 da. One of them says, "Well, we'll let you two get. We'll let you two talk," and they yeah. just buggered off. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they let me and this girl chat, yeah. and I was like, "That's respectful." Very, yeah. That's that. That's how that. That's how that transaction should go. They waited to be offered. Yeah. They not only did they acknowledge the fact that maybe this is a a, a situation that is just for two people. Yeah. They also said, "We will we'll leave you to to it." It's yeah. not like they just got it, thought it was awkward, and walked off with the drink. Dipped. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Because then it would have been a bit like, well, your friends are a bit weird. They could have just said something. I mean, see me. Yeah. I'm like a... If I'm aware that everybody in this situation knows what's going on, but we haven't spoken about it, if you want to mention it, it's not going to make it any weirder. Yeah. So just say it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's kind of my attitude. Yeah. But there's been another situation now where I've offered to buy a girl a drink. Mm. And I didn't know that at that moment in time yeah. that her bridging was there. Her bridging was talking to another... another. In fact, her bridging was talking to another guy... Mm. And so she wasn't even interested in what we were saying until she heard me say, oh, I'm going to the bar. Um, look, let me buy you a drink. She says, oh, are we doing drinks? I said, yeah, I'm just about to buy her a drink. She says, oh, well, I'll have a vodka Coke. Whoa there, tiger. And Adam, <laughs> you know what's funny? Easy as she, silver. As she, t- <laughs> I lie. as she turned around yeah. to speak, to, to bark her order at me like I'm the barman, mm-hmm. the guy she was chatting to faded into black. Wow. He did the Homer Simpson into the hedge. <laughs> And I can't see him again. Uh, Gone again! Not inside. <laughs> I think he had enough of an inkling from his conversation. He's, he, no, do you know what it is? Uh, he was waiting for an out. Okay. Them ones. It, it looked like he was about. waiting for an out. Anyway, so she's obviously... Hold on. Them girls. Are we doing drinks yet? What? What do you mean, are we doing drinks? What did you come here for? Uh, Vibes and sober, sobriety. What is it, Ramadan? Uh, so imagine. anyway, so I'm like... so. That was the first um, point, right? And in my head, I was like, and this, these times I'm young in it, so I'm not really understanding the game. I'm not really, I'm new to this. And I was late to the, to the dating and the courting game and the getting to know girl. Uh, I was late to it. I'll openly admit that, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. I felt some type of way about it because I was like, I didn't offer you, but I was like, okay, if I'm, whatever, in it, like if this is what I need to do. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I bought them both a drink, chatting to the girl. This girl wanted to chat to me 
over the girl that I was wanting to chat to. So I'm just like, oh, come on. So now I bought you a drink and I feel like you've taken that as a sign as to a hang thing. around. Yeah. No, I just did it to be polite. But now you're not reading the room. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, babes. Yeah. Patting up, like, pick up, pick up on the signs, innit? Yeah. Anyhow. So after that night now, the girl, the girl that I was chatting, the girl that I wanted to chat to, mm. she was airing my messages. She wasn't like airing all of them. She, like, I hit her up and was like, oh, what's, what's good? You, how are you today? She's like, oh, shouldn't you be asking such and such that? Oh. I was like, wait, what? She's like, Protest. yeah, you were chatting Protest. to her more than you were chatting to me. I was like, no, she was doing all the talking and I was trying to chat to you, but she kept inviting herself into the she conversation. pushed up on you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. Is this what this looks like? Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, um, I, I said to myself, I was like, I don't ever want to buy another woman a drink again in my life. If I'm going to chat to you, I'll just chat to you. I'm not offering you no drinks yeah, just to get chat. As an in. And you know, that's the go-to, like, oh, can I buy you a drink? Because it's, it's kind of like a, a tactic to get the girl away from her friends or whatever, or to get them into a situation where it's just you and her, and you can hold a brief three or four minute conversation yeah. before you, you know what I mean? And yeah. sometimes it's enough. I said to myself, I'm never doing that again. Mm. I'm never ever offering to buy a girl a drink. Yeah. If I want to chat to you, I will chat to you. Without if after the conversation or toward that, like sometime in the conversation, I get thirsty, yeah. then I will, and I want to buy a drink, then mm. I will offer to buy you one. Yeah. But I'm not doing it. I'm not going to offer to buy a drink as an opener to have a conversation. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's long. I know so, a certain man who will purchase their drink solo. We'll drink it, sip it while they're talking to the girl. <laughs> and then ask her. Do you want to try this? Are you not drinking? <laughs> and so then when she you says, got work in the morning. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He says, oh, cool. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> what what, what kind vicious, of drink do you like? It's a vicious wildebeest out here, bro. It's a vicious... <laughs> walrus. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like certain man, they're just ruthless with it. That's a man who's been scorned and has gotten is hurt. From He's it. got a reason. People me, don't come out the gate like that. Me, I just I'm just like, nah, I'm not gonna use any of these tactics mm. to get to chat to people anymore. Like yeah. if I want to chat to you, I will just chat to you. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If I need to come with some sort of bargaining chip, mm. it's already long. Yeah. And that's just my attitude. So since that day, you will never see me buy a girl a drink with the intention of opening the conversation. Yeah. I've bought somebody a drink, a girl or a guy, if I bought them a drink, it's mm. because we've had the discussion and I'm just like, oh, do you want a drink? Do you want to go? Do you want a pint? Yeah. Or like maybe it's my round or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 plutonic at that point. I don't want anything from you other yeah. than to the fact that I want to have a drink. It's gonna look a bit techie if I go to the bar and you're there. <clears throat> so what's that? What's that drink like? Do you know what I mean? What that does that taste nice. like? Yeah, I like it, man. But you know what? I like what you described before. What I like about that is that is a perfect example of people reading social cues and being courteous to each other when they saw that, like, okay. Yeah, you'd like a moment to just have this conversation. We can dip at this point. But first and foremost, you offered them a drink. They mm. had a drink on your pocket. And they stayed to at least cheers and have a little bit of that drink in your presence. We're doing this together. It's a social thing. It's not a thanks. Then they dip to go party with other people. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, yeah, we'll have one, two sips. But then when we realize that, like, all right, cool. Now you guys want to have a private conversation. That's all yeah, well and yeah. good. And everyone's happy here. We will more than happily return the favor as well. Because when they come to you later on in the night and it's just like, oh, oh, what are you drinking? Would you like a drink? They return yeah, the favor. Yeah, exactly. You do the same. 
and that's everyone's happy. Do you so know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's I not just, just flipping night out buffaloes coming out here trying to, <laughs> trying to piss you off by like flipping a soup before, before your drink, before the bartender's even had a chance to put the drink down on the bar. They've intercepted it and they've dipped to go do a yeah. with, with this full Picking drink. up my shot to do <laughs> Snapchat. They, people, that see, people who take your shot, you buy shots, they don't have the shot with you. They take it on and we'll do a snap with some other people. Or they take it before you and then you're just left there and be like, what the fuck? Where's the shot? Nah, the worst ones are though. I mean, I was in, I seen this the other day, right? I won't say where it was, but. Please say where it was. Certain people purchase bottles. Mm. And as the the bottle didn't even touch the first ice cube in the bucket (laughs) before this person's gravelicious claw just came in. Picked it up. Yeah. She had the camera ready. Oh. She had the camera ready. Oh. Picked it up. In fact, it looked more like she took it out of the hostess's hand. Oh. And it wasn't her that purchased the bottles. Oh, yeah. She took it up, picked it up, was about, was doing AAA. The person who bought the bottle just yoinked it. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I and, he did, and do you know what the funniest thing? Do you know what the Funniest part about it was, mm. as he yoinked it, in one swift motion, he's yoinked it, yeah. turned, as it, he's turned into her next girl, and started pouring her a drink. Magnificent. A lie? Magnificent. Oh, Salah. On so, <laughs> on so many levels. Do you know how things can slow down to slow-mo in a club setting? Yeah. And you just, you're watching it like from the side but you're just looking, people's facial expressions, how quickly they change as well. Uh-huh. So it's just like... Like, if you slow that, if you did a play-by-play, you'd see the moment the girl's, the girl's <sighs> ego snapped. <laughs> you're just like, wait, what? And the thing is, you know she had to delete that video footage. <laughs> she had to look back on it and be like, nah, that, ain't like it. <laughs> that ain't Class it. Premier, Premier League dickhead. Danielle, that ain't it. <laughs> you're going to have to delete this because this makes you look bad. Blood. Having a word with herself once you got home. She's like, nah. Nah, it was this, just the funniest thing I see. And the thing is, that whole scenario probably lasted all of half a second. Mm. The girl picked it up, was about to, it was doing a, like all of like maybe two seconds or whatever. The guy just yanked it and went, poor, poor, poor. And the thing is, yeah. she knows she didn't purchase it. So he knows it's no his bottle. Recourse. He's she's an invitee on the table. I don't Precisely. even think I don't even think she was the initial invite. I think she might have been the plus one, oh. the collateral invite. Oh. Do you know what I mean? You know oh. the ones there where you're friend of a friend. where oh. you're yeah you got brought in from the bring in. So you should be humble. Jeez. You shouldn't be out here with. Your, in fact, if for, for for as far as your followers are concerned, you ain't even in this nightclub because mm. you didn't get brought in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't pay your way in here. So it's one of them ones where I just thought this is marvelous. This, this this scene of events is, is spectacular. Do you know what, though? Like, I love when people do... You know when you're on a night out and your squad knows the score? So yeah. if you're a group of girls or a group of guys and you know that certain people are going to be trying to party near you so that they get lost in the sauce and all of a sudden it's a big party involving them, drinks are getting poured, milly-nilly. But you know the people who are too tactical... And who are learned in the situation. Mm. So they know what's about to go down. They recognize these people from afar. And the playbook is there. It's a full court press. You'll see someone block and peel. When someone, when now glasses are appearing from the mist all of a sudden. Do you know mysterious glasses are now suddenly turning up? Then someone is blocking. Someone's peeling with the bottle. And only the, the tactical, the, the OG's glasses are getting a pour in. Every other glass that suddenly appears... Just because you're existing and you're looking cute next to the table, 
doesn't suddenly mean that that glass now I is think that's the it. issue. I think there's a level of entitlement in, in certain spaces where people just think, oh, I'm here, so I'm entitled. Mm. Or they're just chances. Yeah. And they're just like, I, I know I probably am not entitled, mm. but I'm going to chance it to yes. see what I can get. And I think, yeah, I, I just think it's one of those situations where going back to the situation where I was chatting to the girl, it's like, like, the girl... The, the, when when the time when the girl was like inveigling in the conversation, mm. being effectively just being very rude, she just thought she she felt entitled enough to just speak, like whenever she wanted. Like we were there to speak to her. Yeah. Where in fact she was the third wheel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and I don't even think she felt that she was chancing it. I felt she genuinely felt. No, nah, if you want to chat to my friend, you have to buy me a drink also. Yeah. Which is not a bit tipsy as well though. Like. She's just stupid. All oh, right, okay. Like, you know, some people are yeah, just yeah. dumb. Like, some people just don't get it. Or, or, or they're just rude people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? As nice as, they, as pleasant as they might be, they're just rude by nature. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They'll say hello, but you'll feel offended. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them ones. So it's just like, and I've clocked, I've clocked them people from early. Like, I, I don't come into contact with them many, much of them now, but I do see them out and about. And when I was at uni, there was this one particular girl, and I just remember thinking to myself, you will never find happiness, man. You are a fucking horrible person. Mm. But you hang around with really nice people, so you automatically get brought in. But what you that what you've in, you've translated that as you're the nice one. You're the one that people want to be around. Mm. It's not until one day a situation happened in in Opal Lounge. Actually, um, she tried to put ice down my t-shirt. Ah, uh. ah. Uh. Yeah, it, it's effectively a harmless thing, but it was unprovoked. I wasn't chatting to her. I wasn't doing anything. Bro, she just, she you know just how dangerous that is, bro. Huh? Do you know how dangerous that is? What, when I saw someone's t-shirt? Bro, your t-shirt happens to have a bit of a tuck on it. So now all of a sudden you got an ice cube going down your back into your butt crack. Oh, yeah. Having your Harlem shaking like an idiot. <laughs> Someone can get slapped for that, bro. But the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, how, how, ice down the t-shirt. Me, it's a harmless act. But I was just like, me and you aren't friends like that. We haven't built, even if we were, we haven't built up a, a level of banter where today this is okay. Do you know what mm. I mean? You know the ones where you can't just run up on somebody, yeah. friend or foe, and just drop eyes. Do you maybe, know what I mean? Maybe she thought that was the opener. That's the, but this, this is what I'm saying. Friendship where lies. are your social cues? What are you stupid? <laughs> Do you see what I mean? This is my point. I'm like, you feel She's so, you are you like, chancing it or are you feel, do you feel now. entitled to just do what you want and people are just going to laugh it off and give it the reaction that you think you deserve? Yeah. Either way, she tried to do it. I intercepted her hand, took the ice and then I put it down her t-shirt. Ah, beautiful. Then she was like, oh, I can't believe you just did that yeah. and it threw her um, drink at me. Now, there wasn't much drink in it but there yeah. was ice and ice water in it. Yeah. She threw it at me uh. and then stormed off. What? In front of our group, right? Yeah. In front of our group. Now, obviously, this is just ice and a bit of war. I'm not fussed. Yeah. So I just was like, oh, fuck her. Just fuck, fuck her. And I don't care. Like, she's gone home. She's yeah. going to behave like that on the night out. This was like 11 o'clock. We hadn't long been in the club. I think this must have been her first drink. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was just like, if, she, if that was her attitude, if that's, her, if that's how she's going to behave, mm. it's best she go home. Yeah. Long term. And anyway, I went on to enjoy my night. No one else questioned it or whatever. Her flatmate, who we were still out with, Went home about two-ish mm. and I found out, I found this out like maybe a couple of days later, had barricaded herself behind the front door uh. and wouldn't let her in, but Why? pretended to be passed out. 
<laughs> wow. So it's a massive like attention seeking thing about yeah. thing Anyway, now bear in mind, we all, she, this is her flatmate. We got along with her flatmate like I was like, she was part of the gang, innit? She was yeah. like, oh, we like you. Whenever we were going out, we'd hit her up and be like, oh, what are you doing? What's it? And do you know what I mean? She would, we would never invite this other girl, mm. but because she was her flatmate, she just thought, oh, I'm automatically invited unless I've got something better to do kind of thing. Yeah. And then even when she, there was one time we invited her out and she was like, oh, I'm going out to this club. She got mad because the girl wanted to come with us instead of going to... But these times, there was no conversation about this. Wow. So she was quite possessive in that sense, right? And in my head, I'm just like, what is fucking wrong with this girl? Anyway, so I must have been about a year later, we were in a nightclub and she came up to me and she was like, hi, Aleem. And I was like, you are right? Same energy. I was just like, I'm not bothered that you're here or not. I'm only responding... I'm only saying hi to you because you've said hi to me. Like, if you could have stood next to me for an hour, I wouldn't have acknowledged you. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it wasn't on me. I wasn't even petty. I was just like, I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't know you, so I'm not going to interact. Hi, Aleem. And then she did this gesture. She put a hand over her glass. She was like, oh, can't have ice around you. And I was in my head. I just, I just walked off. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. And I just walked off. She's like, how dare you? And then, no, what she did was she went to everybody else and said, Aleem just called me a fucking idiot for no reason. Imagine, but she said it to the same people who were there the first time she tried to move mad. So in their mind, they're like, mm. Mm, "Yeah," because I, I remember my brother came back to me. He's like, "You pretty much said what we all think on a regular basis." Aye. It's just Aye. like this is why, and I'm 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 the one who will just say it and yeah. not give a fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they they were always trying to keep the peace and just be like, you know, for the for the sake of the large, for the sake of the group, we won't say anything. I'm like, listen, for the sake of the group, I will say it. Yeah. The sooner she fucks off yeah. and realizes that no one likes her, yeah. you're not doing her any favors. Uh, she uh -huh. thinks that she's a good person because she's hanging around good people. No, yeah. she is the apple that will turn the rest sour mm -hmm. if you allow it. Yeah. I said, I will happily tell her to fuck off. She ain't going to have a negative effect on me. Yeah. I went on a joy manner and they were like, yeah, yeah, But I was just like, do you know what? Certain people, man, they just need to be told to fuck off. Yeah. Like, that, is, that, is, that, that has been my motto for ages. Like, if somebody needs to be told to fuck off, mm. tell them to fuck off. On a basic level, though, like, people can't handle, she was about to put that ice down in your top, Right. And because you intercepted and put it down her the exact same. I gave her the like, Uno reverse, blood. Yeah. She don't want no, you know she didn't want girls, it. Girls who, who, who yank your, your hat off your head. And it's just like, hold Bruv, on. A girl if I yank me, your wig off your head and run around blood, with it like that, oh, now I'm the bad guy. Brother, two weeks ago, a girl mm. took the hat off my head. Yeah. I peeled off her eyelashes. Precisely. This is a known thing. I do, this is, I I'm this. wearing this. You're wearing that. Now it's off. Now we're peeling. So you want to peel up? Like, you want to peel the cap? I'll peel the eyelashes. It's, no, it's well, not you said you twisted me. the girl's hand though. I thought you put her in a full Nelson. And no, 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 no. I didn't want to cause a physical. I'm not trying to physically harm girls out here. Like that's that's bad. That's long. Even I know that's out of order. You know what I mean? But like it's one of them ones where I'm just like, no, no, no. Don't open up. And this is me in general, right? Don't put me in a position where it's tit for tat. Because yeah. I know me, I'll go one step further. Yeah. If yeah. I don't, and mm. I just do equal, like I, I do tit for tat, like on the same level, yeah. count, your, count your stars. Because I know me, I go from zero to 100. Mm. And then I have to tell myself, mm, that was a bit much, but mm, okay. But now they won't do that again. Yeah. Like I'm literally the type of person to go overboard, to let you know, to overcompensate and be let you know, don't do that again. 
because mm. I'm not the one to play with. Like, if you're my brethren, I will laugh it off. I will banter. Da, da, da. Like, if one of the like, if Ben or T or Nick did something like that, yeah. As grown as we are, as stupid as I might think it is at our age, I'll be like, ha ha ha, and yeah. I'll probably dash an ice in his forehead right. or make some witty remark about how you should be dashing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But see, if I don't know you yeah. or I don't like you, and you're trying to use that as an in. It's like it's long for you. it's a long day for you. Yeah. In the, it's a long day in office for you because you're gonna be sitting there thinking, why did he throw a whole bucket of ice over me? <laughs> it was one ice, unprovoked. A lie. Like, yo, tell yeah. people what you want because at this stage, everyone you're gonna tell is gonna think about that situation and be like, Aleem's never thrown a bucket of ice on anyone before, but I know you throw ice on people all the time. Maybe you just got your comeuppance. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Karma don't have hands to be picking up ice, but Aline got hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? He's yeah. the conduit, the messenger. Exactly. I am but a vessel <laughs> of this message. Exactly. Don't be a fart. I am uh, D. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm UPS in this point. Do you know what I mean? It's OP, but I've signed, sealed, delivered. See the kind of behavior that some people come out with in these social settings where it's like drinks or no drinks. As soon as they step, it's like you wouldn't do that one meter outside the door of this place. But as soon as we enter, you seem to think there's certain kind of physical, like, you know, invasions of private space will fly. Like the ice down the top thing, or imagine someone the done that. of the hat. Imagine, or... imagine someone, you was, in, you was in a McDonald's or a Burger King, yeah. and someone just ran up to you, hey, and just emptied it. What? What? Yeah. what? In what scenario is that acceptable? Well, people seem to think you're in a bar, so hey, hey. Foolishness you know? of a run. Yeah, the, by, the, by the level default. is up here now. And it's just no, like, it's not. Nah, but do you know what it is? And this is where I start to massively empathise with women. Because mm -hmm. there's certain behaviour. Like, for instance, certain men will say, I, won't, I wouldn't do that to a girl, da 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 Because they're probably thinking about it on a platonic level or in a, in a space where, like, the workplace or, or like, out and about in the street or whatever. Yeah. But, like, once you get into a nightclub and the music is loud, the, light, the, the, the room is dark mm -hmm. and the liquor is flowing... Yeah. It's somehow for certain certain brothers, the rules don't apply no more. That's so true. Cartel is playing. Are you I'm seeing? A, are you seeing? Truck. If you see the same buff chick in mm. in a in a in in St James's Quarter, are library. you grabbing cheek? Yeah. No, yeah. but let her walk past you in the nightclub. You you want to grab cheek? Now man are doing that creepy like. Oh, sorry, darling. Just need to get past. Oh, I'm all exactly. hands. It's like, oi. Because, and that's just like, to me, I'm just like, why are you not, why is your energy not consistent? Mm. If you want to be creepy in the nightclub, be creepy in the day, but you know you won't because you know it will get flagged. You know the CCTV will catch you and everyone around will witness what you're doing and yeah. now you will get in trouble. Or, for whatever reason, you think it's okay in the club because mm. that's some sort of scenario or she's dressed a certain way because yeah. the nightclub attire is obviously different from this. You know, mm. daytime shopping attire. Yeah. There's no excuse. And we thank God. We thank God. <laughs> yeah. we, we thank God. But do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. certain men, like, think that the rules change. Yeah. And it really doesn't. Damn! A link to this that I've seen, but you're in these spaces, so you've got maybe a bit more of an insight. I'm seeing, like, a spate of spikings going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. There's a whole campaign behind it. Like, mm -hmm. is this... Has this just been happening... But now so, stories are making it to the news. So I don't, I don't know how long, but so basically the new thing about the new thing that provoked this new wave of spiking yeah. is that now it's come in needle form. It's like a little, it's like a little injection thing that they're doing, and they're okay. just puncturing girls quickly, like in whatever part of the skin oh, they can get. So it's now needles now. It's not just oh. dropping pills and drinks. 
Flipping hell. Do you know what I mean? It's like now actually like in a crowded space, getting close enough to a girl, like and just literally just jabbing her. With like a small, maybe like a thumbtack's worth of a needle. Yeah. Not like a syringe, and, you know what I mean? But like a thumbtack's worth of a needle where it's got the little whatever drug is on it. Mm. Boom, spike. It's long enough to get into the bloodstream quick enough, but not too long that you have to syringe it out and all the rest of it. Mm. And that that to me is even, obviously is more scary, but not only are you, but you're trying to directly get it into someone's bloodstream, man. That is crazy. With a needle. That's crazy. And I don't, like, I don't know. These type of men there, I don't really think they care about the hygiene of stuff like that. They're not going to be like, oh, I punctured one girl with this needle, so let me get a new one, let me sterilise it. No, they're yeah. just puncturing multiple girls. So that that Jeez. that that alone, that 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 alone is frightening. Yeah. Right? Then you have to think about the fact that the, the essence of it is you're you're spiking these girls. Yeah, with intent. Why? And, and then you think, why are you spiking these girls? Mm. So there's three massive off the of just having one of these devices, yeah. you can be convicted of three intent of three different things. Um, what's it called? What's the what did they call the first one? Basically, uh, it's something to do with like unhygienic practice. Like, like you you've done it to harm. So you've done it. You, you could potentially harm somebody mm -hmm. just off the action alone. Yeah. Whether it's got a drug on it or whatever, you're puncturing somebody's skin. So that's assault. Mm -hmm. That's like physical assault with a weapon i guess yeah um then you're drugging somebody mm -hmm. that's a whole nother charge right yeah then your intent it can easily be assumed that you're trying to have your way with them and sexually assault them mm. three big yeah. big situations here mm. so i think that's and, and that and that is very scary yeah for a mm. woman that's very scary like i can't imagine Men are the target of these things. I can't imagine men, by and large, have been a target of any of most spiking cases in mm. the UK. And I think any man that has been spiked has probably done it by accident. It's probably been an accident. Like somebody's dropped a pill in his drink, thinking it belonged to a girl, and he's drank it. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's one of them ones. Now, um, one thing that is that I, I made it very clear. Like when I saw it, I was like, "What? Seriously?" So I did a bit of research. I found out that. How, what these devices are supposed to look like and, you know, the type of shit, that, you know, what their intention is for. And this thing is designed specifically for this reason. Jeez. Some, someone's gotten a hold of devices and all the rest of it and it's been designed specifically for this because it's designed like a, almost like a knuckle duster. Oh, it looks like something you put in your hand yeah. and it's got like the needle kind of face out. So it could, it, like you could just have your hand out and just press up on a girl and then boom, just in her body. Man. So it looks it looks harmless. So I mean, it's not like you walk around with like a, a bag of syringes or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I, I did I, I did a little bit of research as much as I could find, right? And the more I was reading, the more I was getting vexed because I'm just like, hold on a minute, people don't come out to get violated like this. Do you know what I mean? And I was just and I and I actually put it on my IG. I was like, if I see any anyone doing this, or I even get wind of somebody doing this, I'm not even calling the police. I'll bust your head myself. Yeah. Don't come to my venue. Don't go to any venue. But if I'm there and I see it, yes. it's on site for you. Yes. If I'm DJing or not, someone's going to have to do a temporary job. I'm going to have to fling on a playlist mm -hmm. and beat your ass to my own mixtape. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that shit's not okay at all. Yeah. And, that is, that is, and that's before we get onto like the, 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 the hundreds of issues that women have to deal with in nightclubs alone. Yeah. You see what I mean? So it's, it's, luck, thankfully, I've not actually seen it and... As far as I'm aware, there's been no reports of it happening in nightclubs that I've been at. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that this is the thing 
that I've witnessed. But there are nightclubs. I have heard um, a few cases pop up in the past week or a few weeks or whatever. Um, a couple of Edinburgh student, uni students have come out with like photo evidence and they've been like, yeah, the, the, you know, um, this happened to me on such and such a night in such and such a club. And I'm just like, well, for me, it's not happened in my nightclub. Yeah. It's not happened in a nightclub that I've been at. Mm. Or I've, I've, so I've not, I've not witnessed anything and I've not missed anything. But yeah, it's fucking scary, man. The, the, the thing that really shook me was when I saw the story about a girl in, I think it was a club in England somewhere. Uh, she she had a fit as a result of whatever it was. That yeah, I heard system. about it, yeah. And then she was like paralytic. She was like, it was it's horrific. Gone. Like looking at that image of her slumped there, I was just like flipping out. But do you know one thing that it makes me think about is instances where um, I've seen, say it's a group of girls, they're trying to assist their friend and they cannot, for the life of them, they're like, yeah, we've all been having drinks, blah, blah. And there's been cases where people have written off to, yeah, but she's a lightweight, blah, blah. But then I think, I think deeper on it sometimes and I'm just like, there's being a lightweight, right? You've all seen how much alcohol this person, they've been with you all evening. And now they can't stand on their own. Mm. So of all the times that you've been out with them, really check it deeply and be like, okay, fair enough. If for every drink you were having, they were trebling up and, you know, that's a different scenario. Yeah, if they were but if you've never have, known yeah. them to be like this, but tonight all of a sudden they're literally having to be held up by you, sometimes it's worth going a step further and being like, hey, I think there's foul play here. A lot of times I've seen that kind of thing you know the steps outside a lot of these nightclubs. Yeah, and people just Edinburgh, automatically. You, the, all, most of the nightclubs are downstairs, are aye, underground. So people just automatically assume, "Ah, uh, aye, yeah, had a bit too much, darling. Can't handle your drink, blah blah." But, no, I've had one but now with all this like going on, like sometimes I actually think, and I'm just like, "Do you know what? How many of those cases were was foul play involved?" Mm -hmm. But obviously, the friends managed to, you know, they didn't leave them to be picked on by a predator. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. what like I say, like, and it shouldn't be the case, but like, and I'm all for like, if you're out with a group of people and a couple of the members of the group want to go home, it shouldn't mean that you have to go home because you're afraid to be out on your own. You should be allowed to stay out. Or you should be allowed to go anywhere on your ones and not be a, and not feel like prey or a victim. But unfortunately, certain men are moving mad or certain people just move mad. And just pick on opportunities and find opportunities where people are vulnerable or whatever. And yeah, it's just it's 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 a mad one still. I don't, but the thing is, I don't know how how do we get around this? Because from what I've seen, these devices are really easy to discreet um, to to hide, and they're mm. quite discreet. So like even a full pat down or a metal detector or whatever, it might not pick it up. Yeah. So how do we go about dealing with this? I think it's an education piece on whoever these men or women are who are intent on drugging people. Uh, if at any point in their life they've been taught and they've had it drum into, drummed into them that you don't do this to other people mm -hmm. uh, before, it's not about access to the stuff. It's not about that stuff is, you know, if you can't get it from a certain place, some people make their own spiking drugs which is even more scary. Do you know what oh, I mean? yeah. So away from all that, it's like, let's teach our sons or daughters in some cases, I don't know, uh, just to do better. So these individuals who go out there thinking, okay, I'm going to cause harm to someone with the intent of um, 
taking advantage of them sexually. Mm. It's like first and foremost, you as an individual, if your moral standpoint or viewpoint is so far from this, if, if that's not even a possibility, if, you, if you're going out into the public thinking, I am going to protect and watch over everyone around me versus someone who's going out trying to be a predator, I think that's an education piece from young where someone's been raised to be like, this is who you are. This is what you stand for. And they've grown up and they've been like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. I've grown around other males who are exactly like this. Mm. We are out and we are to look out for everyone around us. Mm. And everyone has a great time. We have a good night. Everyone goes home safe. Mm -hmm. But then some men are just wrongings, man. They just come up and they just think everything's there for mine for the taking, whether you want it or not. I'm entitled to everything around me. Well, this is again, now we're talking about another sense of entitlement in spaces where ultimately it's all consensual. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have no ownership over anyone, you don't have no dictatorship over anyone else's body, let alone, you know, like, what they put in their body. And part of me is just like, it's naive of me to think that man them should just know that this is not okay. Because, well, they know it's not okay, but it's naive of me to think that, that knowing it's not okay is enough to stop somebody from doing something. So it's like... Enough men don't kill people because they know that's not okay. But the repercussions of that are much worse. Do you know what? Let me I think not it's say that. They think, it's because they think that they're not going to get caught or they think mm. that the risk is greater than, the risk is lower than the reward. Mm. Like the reward for them is, I'm going to take home whatever girl I want, whether she wants to or not. Like it's irrelevant. I'm mm. going to get my hole tonight mm. regardless. Yeah. The risk is if you get caught, you're finished for life. Yeah. If you get caught by the wrong person, you are your life is finished. Mm -hmm. But if you get caught by the authorities, you're finished for life. So, but I think, you know, like most fucking crooks, they probably think they're gonna get away with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's 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 a scary one for everyone involved because I know, like for the for for the woman that is a victim of this stuff, it's gonna be a lifetime of trauma. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? She's always gonna know that. She's always gonna be aware of it, and she's gonna have to learn to deal with it and live with it somehow. That's going to be very, very difficult. For the person doing it, if they get caught, it's long. It's a very long day for them. It's a long year. It's a long... They're finished. Mm. But also for people like myself, and I don't mean to make this about me, especially as a third person in a scenario that involves a criminal and a victim, but I know me. If I saw something like that, I would lose it. Mm. I'm probably going to go to prison as well. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So now people around me have got to now protect me, prote protect that girl, protect me, and do what they think is the right thing by way of calling the police or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine what I would do if I... And the thing is, uh, certain clubs I go to, a lot of the girls there are regulars, and I know them. Mm. So I'm like, I'm like, I know you, I chat to you. I'm like, we're friends to a certain degree. You know, I'm not going to link you for lunch, lunch or whatever, but mm. I see you every week. Yeah. Or every like twice a week, maybe depending on what raves you go to. Mm. I know you. I know your fam. I know your. I know your face. I know your friends. And uh, you know what I mean. I know what kind of music. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I'm. Um, um, I feel uh, like. Like you know how like. You your friends and your family you feel obligated to protect. I'm like, you are coming here because you enjoy the night. The least I can do is make you feel safe. Yeah. If you are feeling unsafe. So in my head, I'm like, I might take like I was saying earlier. If you do something to, if you do something that's level two, I'm I know me. I'll do level ten to, mm. to, to 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 get back at you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm um, sometimes I don't think about oh you do level two, I'll do level two, and I will call it evens. No, 
I will put a stop to your foolishness. Do you see what I mean? So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I have to tell myself, is it worth it? Is it worth me getting involved? And part of me is just like, I want to say that I would do the right thing and do the lawful thing and, and you know, maybe tell the authorities, tell the door stuff, whatever. But I know if I see this for myself, I'm punching somebody in the head. Mm. And I won't even think about it. And now I'm getting called into question. Yeah. So certain security cameras are going to have to get lost in the source. Mm. They have to get they disappeared tape, they have to get dashed away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can yeah. you find the CTV of where Mr. Ellington... Nah. Mysteriously... Uh, nah, there's water damage. Yeah. <laughs> the machine ain't working that night. I lie, so. Yeah, but we know it was him that did the thing. But as soon as... as the minute we saw on this camera where we saw him do the, <laughs> do the criminal act, it just miraculously cut out. Yeah, but... Do you I know, just feel like police won't even question that either. They'll willingly be like, fine. It was funny because <laughs> that little like uh, segue on Looney Tunes whenever there's like commercial messages. Like, the <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like more, I mean, I'm not exposed to all the info that comes out. Like I get the sensational headlines in a lot of newspapers yeah. and that's all I see. This is the first time learning about the different ways, like this injection thing. And it's mad, bro. So, I, what I don't know. There might be other tools that they've used, yeah, but the one I that I saw initially was wow. They looked like it literally looked like a little. Um, imagine like you 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 had tape around your knuckles, mm -hmm. and then you stuck a thumbtack on the inside mm -hmm. to poke out the way. Okay. So like the inside of your palm to poke out the way. Yeah. That's what it looked like, mm. and obviously you could twist it around so it's on the back of your hand. So that you can just like literally puncture somebody with it. Mad. But I was just like, do you, all of this just yeah. to clap cheeks. Yeah. Cheeks that don't want to get clapped. Exactly. What it's... is going on in your sick head while you think that that's even necessary to do? Yeah. Go to a bee house. Mm. Go brothel. Go go Salamander Street. Link prostitute. Go Instagram. Uh, but that's a story for another But if day. you want to clap cheeks, yeah. just spend a little dough. Like, you can do these things. I don't... I'm not condoning that. And yeah. I'm not saying... I'm not condoning that. I'm not... Um, I'm not condoning that, but I'm not condemning it. Mm. If a man that feels that he wants to do that mm. has a moment of clarity and says, you know what? No, let me just go sell him on the street. Pay mm. this woman. Get my jollies and go home. Yeah. Rather that than fucking... What are you spending on this? Endangering someone's life, bro. A life? Like, and for what? reaction in their for system. What? They die. For your little tallywackle, for your little free incher to get three minutes. No, get the fuck out of it, man. This but the, cr bad. the crazy thing little is Little dick well, energy, that's what that is. Yeah. The crazy thing is like, see when the advertising campaigns come out to let people around, anyone who's going out, know the signs. You know, like... Say, for example, this thing that goes on someone's, like, you know, around someone's finger or whatever. Or like a ring. That's once one once we all see these things through adverts and they're, like, recognize when someone's mysteriously hovering about. Like, remember the, um, the back in the day they had this, this smoking advert with this girl where she was, like, um, they were, like, smoking's not, it's, it was such a corny advert. But then, basically, they were, like, uh, talking about the whole peer pressure aspect of getting people to smoke in and all this kind of thing. But what they did with that is it was such a talking point amongst so many young people that already it's like, look, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke, bro. Like this corny advert ain't going to do nothing about it. But if we had a similar thing where it was like, right, okay, 
Spiking just isn't someone pouring an elixir-looking potion into the top of someone's it's drink. Witchcraft. Someone who looks who's got a, a flipping a, a hood up and a balaclava. No, it's someone who you might have met before and thought he's a decent guy, but when you now see him, uh, you know, acting a certain way, or you see this thing, this is what they look like. The common ones that are out mm. there. This is exactly what they look like. If you see that. The first thing you need to do is you need to take action by reporting it to the people in the venues so they can sort that situation out. Those education pieces where it's like, yeah, you do have... Because a person that, like me, I'm to oblivious me, to all this. To I still think men yeah. are still pouring it into like a girl's leaving her drink unattended at the bar yeah. and someone's hovering their hand over it and yeah, pouring something yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. And then, you know, that... Because I've seen those videos. I remember there's this one video that circulated. I think it was a girl in Ibiza, a British girl in Ibiza. And she was taking a selfie video, you know, the ones where you're just like in the rave and you're spinning around. It's like a day rave or whatever. And I remember she, this video. Do you remember? And, she, and she's got her drink here, like next to her head, but she's looking at the camera here. And, and as she turns, this guy doesn't even look. He's obviously clocked her movements yeah. and kind of adjusted. And does the no look pass? Yeah, literally. <laughs> You know like what I mean? In the, in the darkness behind her, bro. Yeah, he doesn't know who passed. Like, I'm, hit, I'm pretty sure he puts it under his arm like that. Yeah, he hit her with the Magic Johnson, just went, oh, mad. And then I was like, what? Like, Because the first time I see... Because the way the video was edited, yeah. they show you the video, mm. and then they say... And then there's like a black screen with the text. Did you see that? Mm. So I'm like... So they show it again. Yeah. And they said, you missed it again, didn't you? Mm. And then they slow it down. And I said, what? This guy was quick. You couldn't even Fiendish, catch him in 4K. They had to Fiendish. slow that bitch down. Fiendish. I was like, proper. so what? It's that easy. This Gross is how desk. this is how it's happening. Yeah. I said, right. And the thing is as well, me and you both go out and drink. Mm. How often do you look in your glass? Yeah, precisely. So even if precisely. there is a tablet falling from the thing yeah. and fizzing and up or whatever, quick anyway. I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm not looking in the glass. Mm. Let's say you got like a dark drink as well, like a, a Coke or whatever, yeah. a Henny and Coke or whatever. You're not seeing that. You see, they're designed I mean, not to alter the taste of the drink, same way. Exactly, they're designed to be tasteless. So it's like, you're never going to know unless you catch somebody red-handed. Yeah. It's a madness, brother, and that's the scary part. So Even in that instance with the girl where she caught that on video, that's when you review the video later on. Yeah. But that night, you don't know some Anything man's Anything could have happened to her that night. And do you know what it is? The police are like... done the Latrell spree well, no look into your glass. You didn't clock till later. That's scary. Do you know what's even funny as well? She could have gone through a whole trial or gone through a whole ordeal and be like, it was him, it was like, I know it was him, I don't have any proof or whatever. And then years down the line, she's looking back on videos or whatever. Mm. And she says, hold on a minute, have you seen this? You know them ones there? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mad one, man. And the whole concept is just like, it is little dick energy, man. Why are you drugging, why are you drugging girls for, man? Allow them, let them live their life. Like I said, if you can't get girls the conventional way in the rave, Go B house, man. Like you can find them anywhere, man. You go on porn sites. There's mm. a, milfs in your area, <laughs> <laughs> ready to fuck. Like DTF. Like there's, there, you can find them. Bro. I love how they do that off the ISP location. Yeah. <laughs> Edinburgh ready. Hot. Edinburgh is hot now. right now. Yeah. <laughs> but let me go to Leicester. The same woman is up on my screen. <laughs> Let me go London, uh, same woman. Bad. I'm like, this girl's following she's me. She's busy, bro. She's she is busy. following, man. Yeah, she's got, she's got miles, bro. She's busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, nah, it's, it's um, yeah, I can't, yeah. It's, it's not much, there's, I, there's not much to discuss other than A, don't drug girls. <laughs> like, you'd think that would be a normal thing that mm. people just, you don't have to say that. But yeah, A, don't drug people. And B, um, 
What's wrong with you? Seek yeah. help. If see, you feel the need to do that, seek help. Yeah, see if any of your friends even jokes about something like that or infers or suggests, then beat their head to the white meat and beat some sense into them and then hand them over to the authorities. I think That's it's the right, right thing to I, do. I think, I think it's one of them ones where like, like right now... You know I'm serious when I say authorities, not right, police. Right now, I can't think of any one of them and them, any one of my inner circle or even associated circle that would do that, that would joke about it, let alone do something like that. Mm. I don't know anybody like that. I can honestly say that with my hands held high. Like, I've never, ever questioned any one of those people in my circle. <laughs> that, uh, the judge that is trying, that is the in the Carl Rittenhouse trial. I've just read that now. So, for those who don't know, Carl Rittenhouse is the, is the young man who um, shot and killed BLM protesters. Um, I don't remember what um, part of the country, what part of America it was, but yeah, it was a big thing because he was, he shot and killed protesters at the BLM and there was a whole alibi as to he was in self-defense or whatever, but the truth of the matter is he came from another state with a gun. Yeah. And I think he, I don't even think he was, I think he was old enough, I don't even think he was old enough to have a gun at the time. Yeah, so... So was... I think it's one of them ones. And now the judges saying that these BLM protests, the people that he killed, mm -hmm. shouldn't be referred to as victims because it's divisive and loaded. Mm. And it's like, if you call them victims, and do you know what I mean? It's just Leading, like, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't found any articles or any statements from the judge justifying why he thinks this. What I have seen is that the statement where he said we should refrain from calling them victims. Now in my head, I'm like, well, what are they then? Casualties of a cause. They're not. They were protesters. Yeah, they were protesters. At what point should protesters... Within their be, right to within, protest. They were protesting peacefully within yeah. their rights, in their own state, with the police there monitoring the situation. Yeah. This young man and his group of vigilantes have come out of their way, from another state no less, come yeah. out of their way to, I don't know, combat the protests. Which, in fairness, without being violent... Is also allowed. It's also within your your rights as a, as a citizen or a civilian or whatever. You're allowed to combat it, right? Mm. However, not in the physical sense. Now, when somebody comes to a party or to an organization or to a gathering with a weapon, I think it's safe to assume that they're looking for harm. Mm. But America's attitude towards guns is very fucking skewed and very weird, in my opinion. Like uh, how you how you have a gun and feel safer. Because everyone else has got a gun. How about you ban guns? No one has a gun and everyone feels safe. Just off the default. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't ever have to question whether or not somebody has a gun concealed. Anyway, but that's a completely different conversation for some logical people. Yeah. But um, yeah, so... So so a couple of things to slide in there then. Here's, uh, it happened in Kenosha in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he came from Antioch, uh, Illinois, and he was 17 years old at the time. There you go. Now, this thing about America... This thing he was holding, bro, was a Smith & Wesson MMP-15. 17-year-old. This, this is not no... This is not no toy toy Entry-level... Yeah. This is not no little this air This is not rifle, no little handgun. BB gun. This is the Potato that, gun. Like, yeah. this, is a, this, is a, this is a killing machine. This is stuff that man in, in Basra are using to free their nation. <laughs> Within beasts of a nation, use them type in, guns. yeah, they use them in favelas and everything. They're Bro, beating it off in the Ugandan children, Congo, yeah, man. The things that 
flipping people are right now, man. This, this, this is a real serious firepower. That's designed to mow a series of people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not no little self defense joint. Street it's, sweepers, there, bro. Yeah, like Proper. that's basically what it is. It's literally Proper. street sweeper. So yeah. So, man. but the thing is, the the thing that I'm I'm seeing is that they they're not allowing they're not allowing these victims to be referred to as victims because then people get it in their head that he's a criminal. Yeah. So what they're doing now is you see how you see how white privilege and racism is evolving. Mm. Instead of calling him a troubled. X, Y, and Z, as opposed to a terrorist or a murderer, they're referring to the vic. They've now gone to the victims and saying, "Well, don't call them victims. Yeah. Call them protesters." Because then, what that does is, the people that don't want to believe that this little white boy is a, is a murderer, it gives them an it gives them an angle to be like, "Oh well, maybe the protesters deserve to be killed, so therefore they're not victims because they put themselves in harm's way and yada yada yada." Mm -hmm. No, they are victims. Yeah, they are. When somebody acts upon you and assaults you or vandalizes you yeah. or violates you in any way, you are a victim, regardless mm. of what the outcome is or regardless of what you were there to do in the first place. You are a victim. That's how that works. When they're trying to dehumanize these victims... That's basically what it is. Essentially. A lot of people who commented on the post that you put up, like, in this day and age, it's really sad that we have to ask this question, but had... You know, if, if he was a black kid, 17-year-old black kid at the time, and he did this, would he be given that bit of rope to be like, ah, oh, yeah, but let's not call them victims. Let's, nah, nah, you get the throne, the book thrown at him. The worst, they'll, they'll be painting him already. They'll be using words like cold blood, murder, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. We've seen it before, bro. Rap With, artist. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're they'll throw every negative connotation release. that they can to paint this person as somebody who was destined to do this, so whatever treatment they get as a, as in the eyes of the law is justified. Yeah. But this little white boy gets some sort of special privilege. It's like when that brother mowed down the fucking church. Mm. The police, he said he was hungry. And because he went willingly with the police, when they turned up after he murdered all these people, yeah. they took him to Burger King. Imagine. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. What kind... If that had been a black guy, they would have killed him at the church. Yeah. They would have seen he was armed and they would have popped him multiple times. Yeah. But what did these people do? A, a group of officers took him to fucking... How do you feel as like a victim's family and you're seeing the person who's murdered your family member being treated to Burger King before he goes to the station? This, What's that? These men should be... This is where, this is where the fucking rehypno should be placed. Nah. In his milkshake. Do you know what I mean? Let him go to sleep. Let him go night night. Do you know what I mean? But it's one of them ones where you're just like, it. And the thing is, this is in America. We already know America's tapped. Yeah. It's the land of fucking. It's built on fuckeries. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, this current state is built on absolute tyranny. This is a terrorist country. Fuckeries to the max. Bro. Exactly. Like. It's one of them ones. So we, we already know Wagwan for America and the way that they, their attitude towards black people or people that are non-white or people that are non-American. Like we already know it, innit? But like the thing that really kind of, like you said, the worst part about it is that they've got the victims' families sitting there hearing, oh, your family, your family member who died isn't a victim. They knew what they were going into. This is the casualty of war. This is the casualty of fighting for your cause. Martin Luther King had to die for everyone to, for the for the riots to happen. 
That's not how that works. It doesn't take away. It can be both. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't take away from the fact that this person is a victim. Yeah. So yeah, you can't justify, it. and that's yeah. But this is what I'm saying, man. Like I, I've, I'm tired having a conversation about like white privilege and what it is like. If this doesn't scream, like we can't even. We're not even. You can't even find the nuance in this. This is just straight up. They called them rioters and looters. Like, the judge won't let, will not let the defendant's lawyer refer to the defendants as victims. They're to be told, he, they were told to call them rioters and looters or arsonists. Wow. So... In his court, he said, no, you're not allowed to, your defendants, mm-hmm. you don't call them victims. You call them rioters, looters and arsonists. Which is, which is mad in itself because if you think the act of arson did happen, but... Who's to say your defendants were involved in any part? In exactly. That? So you're automatically giving them the negative where you won't give them the truth. Because the thing is, the thing is as well, rioters, looters, and arsonists. Mm. How do you know? Like you said, how do you know that they were the ones that did it? Exactly. You're not. You're assuming they were because they were there. That's not how that works. That's not how that. That's works. not how that works at all. Because then, by that logic, everyone that was there should be on trial the same way this boy is. Yeah. Everyone that was on uh, on on this Kyle that brought Kyle to the venue, mm-hmm. brought Kyle to the riot, yeah. should be also on trial with this boy yeah. because you've tarnished them with the same brush. Do you know what I mean? Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy, and I just don't understand how somebody in that position of power, a, is even allowed to be in that position of power because I just feel like that's probably not the first time he's done this. Mm-hmm. But also, how is nobody above him looking at this and being like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah. This it just goes nuts. to show you that, that America is fucked, man. I used to want to live in America as well. When oh, I was young, I was like, yeah, I want to live in America. Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. Are you, know you crazy? I, I, I wanted to live in America as well. I'm then. sure we all did. If you liked yeah. basketball or hip-hop music or anything that was like came out of America, you wanted to, or you wanted to be a, a Hollywood actor, you wanted to be in a fashion world where, like, you at some point you were looking at America like that's the land I the need to be in grail. to be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that our culture, specifically black culture in the UK, is trans is transforming into a place where we can make it without having to go to America. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Precisely, bro. Okay, let's go to Africa. Let's do our thing over there. Let's go yeah. to the Caribbean. Let's do our thing over there. Central America, yeah. Asia, Europe. We don't need to go to America no more. You know how destroying, like how how like hurtful it gets when you're thinking, I this is a place I looked to when I was a kid because everything I was feeling, like the movies, the music, the everything was coming from America. Yeah. And then you come to a certain age and you realize flipping out, like our people are getting murdered in the streets like dogs, shot down, you name it. Mm-hmm. And this is a place where I could be in the wrong place at the wrong time. No matter what goals, aspirations, dreams I've gone to, that's something I could easily have to deal with. Like, that's just such a bubble burst. Like, my whole view of, like, what it means to be in America. A lot of people made that seem as if, like, this absolute dream. I'm having a blast out here. Mm-hmm. I was in the UK. Now I'm in States. Wow, look at me. I'm just like, yeah, you're showing us the good bits. But what about the times when you get pulled over? And they only give you a blight when they hear a British accent. But before then, they're about to do you just like the countless names we've seen. The countless. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah, about to do it's, you. It's, it's, but it's only when they're like, oh, hold on. Uh, this might be more trouble than it's worth. He's a foreigner. He's not one of our blacks. 
Yeah, is that, yeah, that, that's what it is. He's, we can't we can't treat him that way. Yeah, because he's got a different passport. There might be yeah, there might be deeper implications. So let's just give him a blind. Mm-hmm. He'll go back wherever he came from. And it's sad because the truth of the matter is not all police officers are like that. Mm. Even in the UK, when you get pulled over or whatever, or they they run up like when I was younger, when they come to you in the street or whatever, they're not all trying to find the guilty in you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're just doing their job. Some of them are literally just doing their job. Yeah. And those are the ones that you just like, because of the few of you that are trying to violate, that all of you look fucked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it takes a very empathetic and compassionate person to understand that because it's the same attitude as like, just because one white lady got mugged by a black guy in 2003 doesn't mean all black guys are going to mug you. Mm. So there's no need to feel like unsafe around all black people or all black men. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When you rise above it and you be like, no, that was that one particular person. Yes, there may be more than one, but I'm I'm willing to stick my neck out and say that the majority of them, especially the ones that I see on a daily basis, are not that way inclined. Mm. So it's like it's like with the police, you just have to be like, look, it's one policeman on that particular day that decided to take the piss. And it doesn't mean it shouldn't be a reflection of the rest of the police force. Mm. Where it gets techie for me is how do I know that that person that did that violated isn't just acting off of his training. Because mm. now, it could be a scenario of where all policemen are trained like this, yeah. but some policemen have the empathy because of the way they were raised. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are a job's worth as a policeman, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to violate people. Mm. But some people may be a bit more humane with their approach to their job. Yeah. And, you know, bend the rules just to for a peaceful living. And as long as that person understands that, yeah, I was going five miles an hour over the limit, but there's no need to violate the, the thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know the ones there? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. When, when I see, like, these things in, in movies where they, they show examples of... It's, it, this is where you realise the problem is with the system from the top down because it's so ingrained in how they are trained. Mm-hmm. Even... um. How many times have you seen situations where um, cops plant something on someone because they've got another case they're trying to get them on, but that's okay because it'll get you, it's a means to an end. Like you plant something on them so that you can get them into the precinct so that within that time, you've got time to now go and carry out the rest of your inquiry. Yeah, now you now you can justify having a warrant to their apartment. Yeah. Then you go in there and you find what you were looking for initially. Yeah. Yeah. It's when that hard. dirtiness is commonplace because it's toler- tolerated within like the police department, it's mad. That's when you just realize, yeah, there's no end to what these people will do. Like if yeah, they even so. suspect you of something, even the things where it's like the way that they do with informants, where like the DEA, how they will have their informant and they'll allow them to be running their dodgy little thing there untouched because they know you're giving us useful info. Meanwhile, this person's ruining lives over there with this like operation. It. But you can't shut down to let them bigger fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, bro. Right. Yeah, so I turn a, I turn a blind eye to your petty crimes because I'm looking for the bigger crimes. Yeah, and no one in the organization turns all around. All of this crime, you know, it's all crime. <laughs> oh, geez, annoying, man. Remember how you used to be able to tap the video to put it on silent? Yeah. Now it opens it up. 
and makes it slightly louder. Yeah, it turns it into like a whole yeah, now I'm a thing. But yeah, sorry, go on, go on. So back in the day, having really bad yellow teeth was a sign of wealth. What? At a time, what, only... what, what century was this? So what did butter just land? The full blurb. So bad teeth were once a sign of wealth, says uh, Scott Deering. The teeth of the very wealthy were typically horrifically bad. At a time when access to sugar was an extreme privilege. Oh, right. The royal right. court had the worst teeth going. So there's an exhibition where it shows like 1578, where uh, a German visitor um, saw a painting of uh, Elizabeth I. And he said, her lips are narrow and teeth black, a defect that the English seem to f- uh, s- seem subject to from their great use of sugar. So yeah, if you were balling, your teeth looked like wah, 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 back in fifteen seventy eight. <laughs> like raisins. Yeah, but so, that's similar to like how being fat back day was seen as like you had enough money to be to get fat mm. to eat enough you, to get fat. Yeah, but these times you got your heart is screaming. <laughs> your, your, your cholesterol level is rising mm. like yeast. Is mad. Like 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 hard dough bread. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so yeah, that but that's all show show. That's clout. Mm. Clout will kill you. Literally back there it kills you. 1570s clout having like a full just black teeth or no teeth. Diabetes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and that was like, oh wow, you must be well for you. It's just, it's that's bonkers. That's so. stupid. But it just goes to show you, man, clout. Yeah. What is it good for? Clout. Uh, uh. These you times all that sugar's yeah. coming in from what is it good Jamaica. For? Jamaica, all brown sugar coming in, and all the Central America, all the flipping. Do you know what's crazy? Anywhere like, where black people are indigenous to. This is the crazy thing about how uh, there's a really good walking tour of Edinburgh, right? Okay, where they detail uh, Scotland's links to slavery. What's this tour? Now, huh? What's this tour? Oh, it's it's just. I need to do that one. Scotland's I've done, I've colonial done a, links to oh, slavery. I've done quite a few of them. I've never had that one. So there's a historian who's really good. Her name's Lisa. Uh, she lays Han, it all Han, flat. Hancock? No. Williams. That's the one. Yeah. Now, where she takes it to is she talks about all of the individuals by name who had huge operations in places like Jamaica. Uh, Scottish people who... Um, Following the Jacobite uprising, they went to Jamaica, had huge plantations, huge sugar operations, America as well, all these places, uh, and they basically built. So a lot of these big houses that you see in the old town, that's like two million pounds now, this was someone's weekend home or whatever, but they didn't get rich here. They got rich there because they were bringing sugar, all of those things in here. So they talk about uh, Frederick Douglass, the time he spent in Scotland. I didn't know Frederick Douglass ever came to Scotland. He had very close links with Scotland. It was mind-blowing. Like, when she was going through the story, I was just like, hold on. So you're telling me, and a lot of the um, a lot of the family, you know these big kind of Scottish household family names yeah, yeah, yeah. that you hear about, and you're just like, yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with these people, and I know that they made their money back then, but I didn't know from what. And then yeah. you actually hear that, like, oh, yeah, uh, they were an industrious family with huge imports. Hold on. Imports of what? From what? Cotton. Sugar. <laughs> and it's just like, 
Or were they out there picking it themselves? Hello? Or what's the story? Please tell me. The, were they out there the paying, paying, paying the workers their fit? No, they weren't. And then surprise, surprise, within all of these stories, you delve deeper and then you start to realize within the American wing of the family, those who didn't come back over here, mm-hmm. there's the original kind of strain of the family where someone within the family went over there like a and they maybe or come a back. Or something. But then you find out that the American side, generations back, back to slavery times, there's a, there's a mix, there's a, a biracial element there. And then this now links to when all the slave masters were raping the women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like flipping out. It's, it's deep, bro. Like it shocked me because I thought I had an awareness of everything there is to know about. Like, okay, when it comes to this particular place where we mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and its history, in terms of black people, I thought I had a grip of that, but I don't. Well, I mean, the thing that kind of gave it gave it away for me is when you look at the Jamaican flag, it's exactly the same as the Scottish flag. It's yeah. just a different colour. Right. It's literally a different colour. Yeah. Now, I refuse to believe that Scotland saw Jamaican flag and says, oh, we like that. Yeah. Well, we'll use that. We'll just make ours blue and white. No. Yeah, um, and when you go to Jamaica, there's certain places in Jamaica that are named after places in Scotland. Yeah. How many Jamaicans uh, have Scottish second names? Exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? Mental. <laughs> Loads of them. So, so like like Stuart, for, yeah. for instance, straight out of the gate. Yeah. So at some point you gotta just be savvy to the to the to the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Um and that's why during that whole during the whole BLM like protest stage, you know, what we like I now maybe what, a year and a few months ago. A lot of Scottish people I saw coming on and tarnishing the English. I'm like, no, 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 no. Y'all weren't any better. Mm. The Scottish people weren't better, but just as usual, you were outdone by the English. Mm. Like, whatever the English did, you lot had a foot in it. Yeah. So you lot, you lot aren't, you know, you lot aren't out of the, out of the blue yet because we know you were doing some crud. Just yeah. the English did way more crud than you. Mm. And they did crud to you. They outcrud yeah. you. That's all it was. They, mm. Their work ethic was way harder than yours. Yeah. Like, but a lot of, Scottish um, development came off the back of slave slave trade owners, slave owners. Mm. And that is not going to go unlocked. It's not going to go overlooked. We have to address it. Mm. I'm not asking anyone. No no one in this day and age should be made to feel guilty. Yeah. And I think that's the problem when you bring up, like, the topic of race to Mm. a lot of white people. Is that they instantly come out with something that separates them from the racist activity that white people did previous and it's just like look first of all to even to even assume that we're talking about you is part of your white privilege you think that every time a topic is raised it's got something to do with you yeah no guess what sometimes it's involving you but if we look at the history of the world and what the world is what we what's been developed in the world a lot of it's to do with non-white people Africa didn't. Af- Africans didn't exist just around slavery. They just mm. land on this planet around the time that slavery was invented. We were around here longer than y'all. There, there was no. There was no such thing as Scotland when when Africa was thriving. Yeah. Didn't exist. It was just mm. a barren land. So when you think about that, so, so when you when you hear people try to dis, to separate themselves from, I'm like, we're not talking about you. Mm. This this conversation is not about you. This is about what people have done to our people. Mm. If you want to try and separate yourself from this, then separate your surname. Yeah. If you're called Stuart or you're called McDonald, just understand that you were part of the problem. Your family, your lineage were part of the problem. Mm. 
whether you were directly, I'm sure you wouldn't be trying to separate yourself if your family if your family uh, won the lottery and yeah. they were giving you they were giving you inheritance yeah, money exactly. or they were handing you down deeds or property and all the rest of it. You weren't trying to separate yourself then. Yeah. It's only the negative things you want to separate yourself. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You need to oh, take I'm the whole king of boosle. Yeah, you need exactly. to take all of it, the rough with the smooth. Mm. So it's one of them ones, man. So that's that's and that's yeah, it's 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 fucked. It's all fucked, but yeah, Pete, I'm gonna go on that tour though. I didn't know that tour existed. I've been on a few other tours, walking tours, and all that shit. I know they've got some in Glasgow, mm. but I didn't know that there was a a, a colonial roots tour. Yeah, man, it's, it's worth it's worth going on definitely. I'd have to pull up on that one. This makes me physically sick in the stomach, and oh, I, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> This video, where at the moment you shared it, I was watching it on the page. Oh, right. And then it was, I thought it was a glitch with my phone because you shared it from Shadeborough. I was watching it on Shadeborough. Oh, right. And okay. it's this dude who Mumsy found his, his uh, street the money the stash. And found she is, they're in a high rise. She's flinging it up to the girls. She's flinging it out. All the notes She's like, not in my house. Hey. Get this dirty money out of hey, my house. Do you know what's peak about this? Smarter than that. Do you know what's funny? She's got an arm game on her. Because the way she's reaching for these notes, he's trying to control her and say, stop throwing the money away, blah, blah. But she's swift with the... She's flinging 50s. Like she's, she's like, been, she's in it. Like she's Atlanta a resident. Like she's a resident at the local strip club. Yeah. She's, she's flinging, flinging them. them out, bro. Every note is a pinky. 50 pound notes. And I'm just like... What's going on here? Do you know what the thing is as well? And here's why I would be fuming if my mum did something like that, right? Mm. Not even the fact that you're throwing away my money. You're yeah. baiting up the scene. Because mm. now, police are going to come to the yard and wonder where I got all these 50s from. That's yeah. been flying around the eighth state. That video's gone viral now. Mm. So now you've just handed me over to police. You might as well have just taken to the police His station. Is in it. Yeah. yeah. His location. It's all of that, bro. So yeah. it's just like, fuck. Like, like that auntie, I know she, she's acting on impulse. Mm. She's not thought about the longer consequences of doing what she's done. She's just gone with the oh, yo, I don't want drug money in my house. Bro, yeah. take the money. But you know what's I know what mama would do. Yeah. She would take the money. Say, you're not getting any of it. Exactly. But I'm going lavish. I'm living. Yeah. I'm doing... I'm, and shame I'm, on I'm, you for doing this. Yeah, I'm going to do whatever up the house. Whatever got you this money, yeah. Do up the house or whatever. I'm going to mm. get a gardener in to do whatever. Do you know what yeah. I mean? She, she'll spend it on herself. What pain is that though? When you've been... Whatever you've been hustling to get all this money together and your mum puts new kitchen. <laughs> new tires. <laughs> buying, all the new, buying all the new snacks, but you're not allowed any. Oh, oh let me. Yeah. That would be dumb. allow it, man. You know let, me, let, me, let me have some biscuits. I think in this case where she's... You know, you hear the story a lot where Mumsy's found... So the assumption here is that, look, okay, for this amount of money that this guy's got stashed... It's drugs. It's, it's dodgy money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But this is the thing. Because he looks like a younger as well. Like Yeah, a kid who, to be having that money in 50s like that, that's a lot of money. But To be having 50s, where did you get that much from? Exactly. I know You're 17 year old. I know grown-ups, like big, big man with yeah. big, 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 with a couple businesses flowing, nice way yard. Way. 50s they don't have 50s just kicking about like that. That was a few bags that she I had. know someone that do, and it's legit, mm. but for the majority of them, you can't be at that age. You can't yeah. be having that much fifties unquestioned. Man, when when there's an awareness of the tax man, you you don't. A lie. You know I mean, the fifties ain't fifteen like that, bro. No, know? them fifties are looking like for 40s. the tax man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But this is the crazy thing. Do you know some people? So Mumsy in that situation, she's found. She's acted on impulse. She's dashed out all his cash. Painful. Even worse. Spare a thought for the kid who Mumsy's found 
drugs. Drugs that don't belong to him. With no She's money. He's flushed them. Oh, so yeah. now he owes some very dangerous people money and Mumsy doesn't know what she's done. First and foremost, you're angry. I get it. This person is keeping this in your house. But when it's money, let's have the conversation. Once it's proven that the son has got it in dodgy means, yes, by all means, go back wild. But before that point, what if this kid as whatever he's doing, he might have been beating that paper around. He might, he be might have been on a young hustle. He might have been, a, yeah, well, like, he, he might, might be been a, on, a trader. He might, he might have been on a young hustle and thought, you know what? Let me get these muffins from Costco, flip yeah. them, make some pun. And this and has been something. And these fifties are from like year seven. Yeah. And man's just starting college. Like you don't know, man. Like yeah. just have the conversation. Not just it's been a tough yeah, shift for him. But, and now they're flying down seventeen floors. But do you know what the thing? The do, you know, do you know what the worst part for me is? It's like you've not even thought about the benefit of having this money to your disposal that no one knows exists except you and your son. Yeah. Like, you've not even thought about that. You've just gone with the age-old, traditional, yeah. short-minded set of, I don't want dirty money in my house. Mm. All money is dirty. Yeah. All me. of it is dirty. Yeah. Every single penny. There's no such thing as an honest penny. Mm. I can tell you that much. There's an honest means to get in the penny, but the, the money, just take the money. This yeah. government are trying to, especially mumsy and yeah. auntie, they're yeah. trying to rake, take your money at every corner yeah. and you're just throwing money away. In the sky like Be that. smart. Yeah. Like use it. All right. They find another way to punish Donny. Mm. Tell him with all that money, he needs to go and live elsewhere. Yeah. Tell him that. To your house? Cool. Tell him that there's now there's a mum tax. There's a there's a household tax. Mm. Oh, so you have money now, so you can pay bills. Yeah, dig money just went up three thousand. A lie? Oh, so, yeah, exactly. Mm. Now you are oh, so you want to have all this money kicking about? Oh, so that. you're okay, bowling, cool. bowling. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I want to guy. I want I want new dress. I need new shoes. A sister Johnson's got an event the other day. You know what I mean? I need a new wig. Yeah, Mumsy, be smart with the thing, fam. Yeah. Don't go throwing out the money like that. Are you Tactical. okay? Money is money at the end of the day. It's all dirty. It all spends the same. Exactly. And the only thing is like, all right, cool. First things first. Me as a parent, this is what I'd ask my, my kid. It's alarming. It's a lot of money. For your age, it is a lot of money. So is it a thing where you are risking your life to come up on this cash? Please tell me your crypto treasure. Please tell me your Bitcoin. Please tell me you know about Bitcoin. Please. <laughs> on God. Please NFT, tell me something about NFTs Bitcoin. Right now, please tell me you bought stocks in, in flipping Tesla. Oh, sorry. <laughs> because, oh shit, one of my boys hopped on Tesla not even that long ago. Um, what, in the dip? And they... Like they five fifty or something. Two, yeah. yeah, so two days ago, they made Hertz, the rental company, yep, made an order of 100,000 whips. Yeah. Elon Musk's net worth in one day went up 36... What was it? I better not misquote this. I think it is 36, 36 billion, bro. 36 billion, sorry. 36 billion in one day. Yeah. From, from that flipping hours, it's like Jesu. So who knows? My man could have been involved in something like that. We're in now he's money. got pinkies. And now you're thrown it out the window. Nah, Although we know, we can, we can assume that it wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. I think it's safe to assume that he wasn't doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it, my kind of, my stance on it doesn't change. Mm. Mumsy could have used that money productively. Yeah. She could have turned and still taught lemons into lemonade. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because now look, he's going to go to prison. He's going to need a lawyer. Yeah. And he's who's saying, no, you, who's going to pay it now? Because you've done that all the money. Off the street. Yeah. Exactly. 
You better go find everyone who picked that shit up. Exactly. So now it's just like, like, use your brain, man. Like, yeah. you, like you can't. And this is what I'm saying. Some people just act on impulse. I'm like, you've missed a massive emotional of reaction. People are like, she like. Imagine now she's a god fearing woman. I don't want. We are we are people of God. It's like, this is your blessing, and you're thrown out the window. This could have been your blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know really where I've been getting this you money. You asked God to send cash these times. He sent the cash and you didn't. And now you're throwing it away. <laughs> you don't deserve this blessing. That's no, all it no, is. No. That's the bottom line. But um, yeah, it's, it's a mad one still because I know if my mom found that kind of money, regardless of what I did to get it, she's not handing it in to nobody. Mm. Mom's got bills to pay, cuz. Yeah. She'll just have to move stealth with it. You know what I mean? She would punish me in another way. Or she'd be like, if you're doing drugs, you can't live here. Yeah. But see this money here? Mm. This is a very expensive lesson for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, I think, yeah, auntie is moving mad in them scenarios. There. I don't know. I could, I could, I couldn't just stand idly by. And the man, the man, that brother looks patient. Yeah. I don't know, boy. He's not grabbing the box. I'd have to grab Mumsy and be like, no. He's like, not grabbing I, the box in the way that you don't know what like I did to get this money. Yeah. You, know I mean? you don't know. Yeah. I'm just, nah. She, Take he's hold no, of this box. He's been all passing. No, what are you doing? Bro, you like, can't have that much like, money. Mom, and, man. Oh, mom, mom. Uh, what? what? Mom, who? Bro, Woman, to, even. Like, it's not, you relax yourself, this. Barbara. Yeah, you need to control this. Janice, <laughs> control that box and then have a, a very adult conversation with like. your mother and be like... Like, I'm not encouraging them to bat up their mom by any means, but at that point, sense after sense. This, this is the you problem. have to do something to get your mom to He's know, like, raw. They're tussling over this, this, uh, this shoebox. Now, my first question is, before you try talk to her about, like, the lid for the shoebox... You being able to just get it away from her and then all the conversation. He's trying to have conversation you know while thing, things going on. Do you know on. the thing is as well? Mumsy's done that to make a scene. Yeah. To embarrass him. Right out the front door on the balcony. Of course. She's Bro. done it to make a scene. Do you know how the way she could have destroyed already, the money in the house? Already, she, her initial response, and I don't care what anyone would say, already her initial response is not to... To teach him anything, mm. not to teach him a lesson, is to punish him. Yeah. Is to humiliate him. Mm. And we've spoken about this before when we talk about like beating kids and all the rest of it. Yeah. Ultimately, a lot of time when children get beaten, it's because parents lose their temper and do something which is effectively irrational. Mm. If a grown man bought a grown man bought drug money into your house and you knew it was drug money, would you behave the same? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Would would she have behaved the same? Probably yeah. not, because yeah. she's probably thinking. I can't embarrass this man because he might move mad. Yeah. And now I'm getting dashed <laughs> off the Them way. drug man got hands. I can't <laughs> lie. Like, this is what I'm saying. They got hands and weaponry. They'll be like, oh, you want to throw my thing over the balcony? Go and get it. Yeah. Off follow the it. Ah! Jazzy Jeff out of the 17th story. Yeah, it's not nice. It's not nice. Trust me. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not encouraging anyone to bat up their mama by any means, but like understand that that there, as what, whatever you did to get that money, that is poor parenting. Yeah. I'm a parent. Assess. People might say to me that I'm out of order and that I won't mm. know until I'm out. That is poor parenting. Yeah. One on one. That is, cause that is, a scene like that. Yeah. Right. And you got your man in the house filming it. Oh, do you start Here's the that? question. Who's filming the joint? It must have been one of his brethren. Had to have been. Because I don't know any other person that would be filming that. Who was filming? Because some of the money was still falling on the balcony. Yeah. So who was holding up the camera and not going to pick up it the must have been, It could have been a sibling. It could have been a, like a young sibling. I think doesn't it was really a little, little sister. Little sisters do that. I think it was a wee sister. You reckon? I think it was a wee sister. 
I, I, I'm confident. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, any bystander or any friend or whatever, my bro, if you're on the balcony and you're standing there with the box, your mum you, is throwing 50s and over the... the 50s flying back Am in. I filming or am I collecting cash? Even to give it back to you, I'm collecting. As far as Bob's is concerned, that cash is all over the floor downstairs. So all the little remnants are coming in, she's ripped them off. <laughs> Those are untaxable, untraceable notes at this point. You know what exactly. I mean? Collection. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's coming through with a new tracksuit, new Joey, <laughs> the new Barbie doll, all white Air Force, and uh, fresh, the freshest. Nah, man, it's, the freshest. It's, it's Talking about birthday money from two years ago. <laughs> These situations are just. But this is the thing. Like, see, see the value. See money. This is another part as well. One, one other thing I dropped in the group chat. Uh, minimum wage is about to go up to nine pound oh, yeah. fifty. Shout out Rishi, came through with the budget today. Load of other changes as well. Load yeah. of other things happening. See cash, right? It astounds me because when I was, I'm not going to assume the age of this guy in the video, right? But he looked like 17 or something. 16, 17. 16, yeah, 17. Not old enough to be even at uni, like young guy. When I was 16, 17, whatever the equivalent of 50 quid was at that point, it was a few quid, right? Yeah. But do you know how earth shattering... The, that cash was now he's got a shoebox full of those so we're talking this I, I would i seriously would think i didn't see the inside of that box but the rate at which she was flinging them out like that i was like this there was gone, easily gonna be like 30 grips in that bag or more 30 bags in that bag or more so when we're talking about earth shattering amounts of money at a very young age right these days when I see things like this on social media, in addition to 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds flexing with Rolexes, mm. it leads me to realize that if I was a 17-year-old now, my view on money would be so skewed because people, it's Instagram, they don't, you don't see the people struggling for 25 pence. Mm. No one shows you that. But the 17-year-olds who, by whatever means, rich parents, whatever, have got their hands on a Rolex and are flexing it on Instagram, you're exposed so much to that. You're exposed so much to big boy whose mom is throwing racks off the balcony. You're exposed to the rappers. You're exposed to the, the drip gods mm -hmm. who are wearing Dior flipping Air Ones. Ones and everything there. So what are you to do as a 17-year-old? What social media can you sign up for where you see John, who works at Tesco, celebrating because his wage is now not eight pound whatever. It's now nine, yeah, a sixty one is now nine fifty. You can't, bro. That's just real life. That and that's the difference between real life and online uh, and the online world. Is mm. that the online world by and large is all highlight reels. It's all rose tinted windows. It's all like you know what people want you to celebrate mm. and not necessarily the downside of of. Um, you know, the, the downside of life, really. And even when people do show you the downside of life, it's in hindsight. Yeah. Or it's the very superficial downside of life. Yeah. So, like, you lose money betting. But these times, you've had 100 wins before. Yeah. When in reality, in real life, you've had 100 losses and maybe one win. Mm -hmm. So I think if... if it, and if you want somebody to be raised in a world where they're aware of the reality, then you just have to show them reality. Yeah. You can't expect social media to show people reality mm. the same way you can't expect reality to show people the highlight reels. Yeah. If people lived in the real world, 
all the time, there'd be a lot of like negativity. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, in some spaces, it's okay to have that, the fantasy. That's what we have movies for. That's what we have music for. That's what we have the creative space for. Art, yeah. all of these things. Like, it's just, it's to give you a sense of hope and a sense of like, oh, wow, things aren't always this bleak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But ultimately, it's just a balancing act, man. Like, you need to be aware of the, the dark to appreciate the light. Yeah. But you also need to be aware, you also need to experience light to appreciate that you're not in the dark. Mm. You see what I mean? So yeah. it, it, for me, it's always been a balance in that. But you have to understand that balance. Some, some people just don't have that. They don't have that ability to gauge their environment or to gauge the, the events in their life as being somewhere in the middle yeah. or on a spectrum. They think it's either black or white. Yeah. Um, but yeah, balance. Not always Yaga. Damn! What's yeah, your what you got going on for what you what's your highlight Halloween next week? Right, obviously Halloween thing popping off. Um tonight I'm at Shanghai, but that won't mean anything to y'all. Um Saturday, so this comes out on a Friday. The f- Saturday as in tomorrow, the 30th, there's a student event that I'm doing at um at Murrayfield. I mean Saturday is in tomorrow. Oh, okay. When this, when this, tonight. yeah, oh, okay. when this, when this episode drops on uh, Friday, it will be tomorrow. Okay. So, um, yeah, Saturday tomorrow. Uh, there's a student event. If you want to find out more, hit up squadgames.co.uk. It's yeah, squadgames.co.uk. Yeah, no, squidgames.co.uk. Squadgames.co.uk. Okay. It's basically to tie in the Scotland versus Tonga. Um, it's like a Scotland versus Tonga Halloween after party for students. Oh, man. So if you're a student and you listen to this, just hit them up. Hit, mm-hmm. hit up that and find out all the details. Tickets are still available as of now, Wednesday. But, you know, if you hear this on Friday, get the tickets. Mm-hmm. There's, only a, there's only like, I think there's only like 400 spaces. Okay. So it's a limited event, but, you know, you, you, people are going to want to be there. And then obviously on Sunday is actually Halloween. You know, pull up on Candy Bar, the tipsy pre-party, then we go to Lulu's, tipsy, tipsy. Are you coming? I don't know yet, bro. Because I'm working the next day, so it's always ah, flipping 5.30 alarm, bro. Ah, so shit. see a night out with them 5.30 alarms, like... It's not at, worth it. Yeah, when I get to long. work, at like, by about half nine, I'm hating my life. I'm like, yeah, that was a bad decision. But these times, yeah. uh, days off are hard to come by as well because I've juiced them and sat oh, around yeah, of doing course, nothing. yeah. <laughs> Ah, the days when I had them, I juiced them and sat watching telly at home just to not be at graft. So, um, um, okay. Well, for anyone, the rest of you, um, tickets are on skiddle.com, I think. Just go to club, at Club Tipsy um, in the bio. There's, there's a link there to buy tickets for that. Obviously, you can turn up on the door, but you might not get in. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's not up to me whether you get it or not. Um, it's above you now. So. It's above me. But um, And for all those worrying about passport vaccines, I don't want to say too much, but if you're coming to 4042 on Saturday, so I'll be there after the student Halloween party, you do not need a vaccine passport. 4042 have managed to find a way to, within the law, within licensing, they haven't violated anything, they haven't found a loophole, just they are a very rare classification of nightlife 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 venue that don't need to they don't need they don't require you to have to need a vaccine to get into the building at any time of the evening so 
Make okay. of that what you will. Come party with your boy Tone. That's what I'm about this weekend. Uh, what are you saying? Yeah, man. Uh, I am doing a whole lot of sitting about this weekend. <laughs> I ain't. I ain't editing videos nonstop because yeah, that's on a pause at the moment, uh, and it's good. It's good to have a break for once because. Uh, oh, I'm getting my new website done actually. Okay. So yeah. I'm trying to sort out my new website because what I had realized is a lot of my video work is uh, people recommending me, but I don't actually have a place to refer them to. Right. Okay. So uh, I had done a little janky website before that was flipping terrible. So more time I'm just posting stuff on Instagram and I was just like, as a business, this is no way to operate Sims. Yeah. Get with it. So I'm just going to make a proper site Good. with a portfolio of stuff I've done. Good. Uh, more the film stuff, like as well, like the stuff I've written, all that, and get it proper, get popping properly. That's what I'm trying to we do. We love so. to flip in here. Next so, week, I'm holding myself accountable. I need to have that thing popping, boy. Okay, so. well, our listeners are going to be hitting you up if you don't have it next week. But yeah, yeah. Um, episode 46 of the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast. I go by the name of Ellen Tone, also known as Toad. King Sims. Until next week. What's going on people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington. And me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.